Welcome to Impact Fellowship. My name is Richard Smith. I'm an MBA student here at Penn State and I'm studying supply chain management. And today, Pastor Tony talked about God's faithfulness. Hey, good morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome into another great Sunday in the Lord. I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor here at Impact Fellowship. Listen, today, I believe that God has a message that's going to speak to each and every one of us. Um, and I believe that the way we came in this thing, that we're going to lead differently for sure. But before we get started, um, we're going to have uh, Austin come, and he's going to open us up in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day, Lord God. Thank you for bringing us all here to our yes. Lord God, to see what it is that you have in store for us, Lord God. I pray you open our hearts and our minds to receive you, Lord God. Let it be a place of growth uh, from this point, so we can carry on with the rest of our day and the rest of our week, Lord God. Again, I thank you for this time that we come together and fellowship with your name, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Jesus. While you're still standing, won't you greet one another? Well, let's give each other a hug and say good morning and God bless you. I am so happy to have all of you here, all of you who are with us here on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, we thank God for you today. Come on, turn with me into the book of 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, and we're going to begin at the fourth verse. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, beginning at the fourth verse. And it reads, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus. That you were enriched. Somebody say enriched. Enriched. You were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come short in no gift. Somebody say no gift. So that you come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Listen, I just want to give focus here to verse number 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, I just want to talk with some, some of you today uh, who may be going through a, just a season of things, whether it's loss, grief, rejection, uncertainty, or just a, a season of I don't know. I just want to be able to, to speak specifically to you and to encourage you because God's faithfulness will never fail. Come on. I just want to um, lay that out there right now. Um, God's faithfulness will never fail. Hallelujah. Let's understand faithfulness. Faithfulness, the Hebrew root a word from which the, the word is translated, faithful or faithfulness, is immuna means to prop up or to stay or to support. To prop up, to stay, or to support. When applied to a person, it means someone uh, can safely lean against. Hallelujah. That means you have someone, I know a lot of times today we say, you know, I have my day ones or I have my 
these are my uh, 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 bros or, or these are my girls and you know and so no matter what it is they're they're true and they're faithful but understand this is that that's when we start to see a little difference hallelujah God is faithful and he never fails hallelujah the Greek word is used in the New uh, Testament is pistos which uh, is translated into trustworthy or to be relied upon. Hallelujah. God is trustworthy and he is able to be relied upon. Glory to God. I don't want to go too far, but there is something in it that um, we sometimes see God as we see people. People will mess up and we think that God uh, will mess up like that too. God will disappoint me also. Let me just go a little bit further. Sometimes we're the ones who mess up. And because we mess up, we think that God cannot uh, uh, forgive me. Because I can't forgive myself. Hallelujah. Or how about this? The people that I did the stuff to won't forgive me. And so I feel so bad at um, the things that I've done, hallelujah, that I just... Uh, a recoil, or I just um, decrease myself intentionally in order to try to uh, feel better. But come on, let's get back. We'll, we'll, we'll go back there. Um, faithfulness exudes from a place that is firmly established with endurance. Hallelujah. Faithfulness is unchanging. Faithfulness never wavers. Faithfulness is a foundation that can be safely built upon with no concern for changes in the future. Hallelujah. I remember the first time that I got uh, a lesson about faithfulness. I can tell you the year it was. It was 1989. My, my pastor was preaching about faithfulness. And at the time, he owned a car dealership. And he had an employee um, who was not very good at car selling. You know, actually, he was kind of average. And, and so when it came down to he and his partner discussing, um, well, you know, we may have to let somebody go. Um, who do we let go? They said, well, we have uh, Brother Spoon over here who knows how to sell cars. I mean, he can sell cars tremendously, but he's always late. He's never where he's supposed to be. Where he could just come in and just start selling cars. Then I have Brother Fork on this side, who um, he is not bad at selling cars, you know, but he's not good either. I mean, he just makes the number. Glory to God. But he is always here. He does every small thing. So it came down to who do we uh, keep and who do we let go? Now, from a business perspective, you would say you would keep the person who sells the most cars. You know, it affects the bottom line. But watch this. From a practical standpoint, it was like you do one thing and one thing only. Here you have a guy who is faithful with everything else. That's what God is. He's faithful to us in everything. Somebody say everything. everything. The faithfulness of God speaks to the core of God's character. God is always faithful to himself and to us. God is, is unchanging. Hallelujah. 
Therefore, he can never cease to be who he is. Mm. He will always be consistent with the holiness in his, in his righteous character. God is not going to change. If he said it, he will do it. 1 Corinthians uh, 1 and 9 say, God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. Watch this. God is truly the one who can safely be leaned upon. He is the only one who is steadfast in both affection and allegiance. Glory to God. In other words, God is dependable in every aspect of what we're looking for, of what we need. Hallelujah. He is firm in being truly able to adhere to, the, to his promises. It's hard for us to keep a promise uh, <laughs> at some times, but God will always keep his promise. When God says he will do something, there is no doubt that it will happen. There is no obstacle. Somebody say obstacle. There is no hindrance or no devil in hell that can hinder him from doing what he said he would do. Once God has spoken, it is impossible for those words to return without completing the task that he has set forth. Watch this, Isaiah 55 and verse 11. I want you to capture this. The word of God says this, so shall my word be, so shall my word be that goeth forth from out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but, here it comes, it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. In other words, everything that the scripture says concerning you, somebody say about me. Everything that the scripture says about you, God will do. Hallelujah. That's why whenever, um, thank you, there it is, God. That's why whenever the word of God goes forth and we're like, uh, I don't know if they got it. Uh, the word of God says this, it's not going to return unto me void, but it's going to do exactly what I sent it to do. Amen. Is there sometimes I will share um, uh, a message with you that maybe I don't get? <laughs> it's like, yes, but it's not for me. Mm. It's for you. There are some things that I know is just hidden. And 99.9% .9 of you sometimes don't get it. But there's always one that will say, Pastor, thank you. I'm like, for what? That word. Because I've been struggling in this area. The word will never return to God void. It will do what it was set out to do. Hallelujah. In other words, God is going to meet you right where you are. Many times we struggle because we know how we think about things. Okay, I'll say it differently. We struggle because we understand how conniving we might have been. We understand how messy we might have been. We understand how mm, stubborn we might have been. But understand this, beloved, that God is faithful in spite of us. Let me give you an example of faithfulness of God. Watch this. When God set uh, the sun, the moon, and the stars in place, he was displaying his faithfulness. Without a doubt, we have, a, we have day and night. <clears throat> the sun rises and the sun sets. The moon provides light in the night. 
It is unchanging and relentless in its job. Watch this. We can without a doubt be sure that the sun will rise in the morning. God established the order of the universe after himself. He never changes. Hebrews, the 13th chapter, says this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same day by day. Somebody say day by day. Year by year. And generation by generation. Let me share this with you. Um, uh, can, can I go a, a little fashion uh, a, a sense here? Fashion is very cyclical. In other words, um, that what you see right now that you think is hot, I can tell you that it already happened uh, a few years ago before you were born. Glory to God. Uh, uh, watch this. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms is now back in style. I remember ringing with the bell bottoms years ago before you were born. It's a cyclical thing. Those um, uh, straight leg uh, snug pants that the brothers are wearing, ah, been there, done that. That was early 60s. Cyclical with, with fashion. And just like that, that we can tell when things, pleated pants are coming too, so if, 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 well, you probably wouldn't have any in your closet, but they're coming back too. But understand this, just like we know based on how the, the, the calendar of fashion happens, God is even more faithful than that. Glory to God. Because those things that if he is not faithful, here it comes, if he is not faithful, then you will not be blessed. Okay, move on, Pastor. Psalms 89 and 1 says this. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known your faithfulness to all generations. This is what we are to be doing. We are to sing of the mercies of the Lord. Watch this. Psalms, the 105th chapter. Starting at verse 1, it says this. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. What are you saying, preacher? We must let the word of God erupt in us such as, such a way that it causes our minds to understand without a doubt that God is faithful. Glory to God. I'll say it differently. In other words, every time you sing of the goodness of God, every time that you sing of the faithfulness of God, you remind your flesh of who he is. You remind your flesh that no matter what situation you are in, no matter what circumstance you find yourself, God's faithfulness is there. Glory to God. Sometimes we get disturbed by the conditions that we are in. Sometimes we think we're in this thing by ourselves. But listen, beloved, God's faithfulness is always there with you. Hallelujah. Watch this. God's faithfulness in his love um, uh, is, 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 is this. The scripture says this. In John, uh, the fourth chapter, around the 16th verse, it simply says, God is love. 
Sometimes we feel unloved, but, but guess what, beloved? If you're not feeling that affection from a brother Spoon, come here, Austin. Um, if you're not a, a feeling that affection from Sister Fort, understand this, that God is love. Watch this. You know, there are, are times that um, we say, this is my son, by the way. There are times when, when we uh, need that affection. Glory to God. And we just got to rub up against somebody. But watch this. If Austin decides, like, look, Dad, I ain't feeling you like that today. And he, he steps away. I feel like, yeah, can I get, can I get a little lean there? Understand this, beloved, is that even though Austin is, is being an unwilling participant in my hour of need, God is still standing strong. And because God is standing strong, I'm not going to fall. Glory to God. The problem is, is that um, uh, uh, my heart seems to be uh, uh, tethered to Austin. And that um, when Austin is there, I'm like, okay, he loves me. He loves me. But when Austin steps away... God is still here. That's why I will sing of the goodness of God, because it reminds my flesh that that thing that I desire, hallelujah, uh, when it's not there, God is always there. And that's why I sing, to remind myself. You know, and if I had this, the, the skills of Jonathan, that's why I would just play the uh, piano, to remind myself. You know, if I had the skills of Tyler, that's why I would play the drums, to remind myself that God is faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The faithfulness of God's love is as found in, in, in Christ. Um, it's, an, it's an example of uh, uh, Christ being on the cross. There it is. His faithfulness on that cross that he gave up himself for us. You know, another form of faithfulness. The faithfulness of God uh, uh, reaches every human need. Um, somebody say every need. God's faithfulness will touch every need that you have. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'll go here. In, in a world of wickedness, he is faithfulness and, and, and will uh, confirm us through his word and keep us from evil. <clears throat> here it comes. 2 Thessalonians, the third chapter. Write this down. Our, our, our verse number three. But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Hallelujah. He shall establish you and keep you from evil. Glory to God. The problem is that sometimes we run toward evil. Yeah, purposely. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, says this. When, when we are tested, he is faithful in not allowing us to be tempted above what we are able to bear. Hallelujah. And watch this. Here comes the best part. And in making a way of escape. Hallelujah. Sometimes our desire will tempt us. But we say, well, well, God was tempting us uh, with this. God is not able to tempt. Temptation comes from those things that we desire. Glory to God. But understand this, because of his faithfulness, he has provided here in his word instruction. Hallelujah. That listen, that even in that temptation, I'm going to supply you well, first of all, I'm not allowing you, allowing you to be tempted above that which you can bear. So it takes away the argument of I couldn't help myself. Amen. 
I was taught the right way. But my desire for that thing became great. But even in the temptation, God will not allow you to be tempted beyond that of which you can bear. And he will always provide a way of escape. Mm. What does that look like? I'm in a room full of temptation. But God has provided me exit doors. And I know there's exit doors because there's a sign right above it that says exit. Glory to God. But understand this, is that if temptation wasn't fun, <laughs> exactly. But even in the temptation, he has uh, provided you a way of escape. Now, understand this, beloved. I want you to understand this, is that pastor's not beating you up because of what you've done. See, people do that sometimes. And that's where the, 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 the church has gotten a, a bad rap, is that um, people see your stuff. People see your mess. Can do people know messy people? Do you know messy people? Amen. Messy people you can't miss because it is very fashionable to tell your mess. Amen. With a smile. Where's my phone? It's like, hey, guess where I'm at? And yeah, I'm putting it in. I'm putting it down. I'm putting all of this stuff. Messiness is in vogue. Messiness is in style. But understand this, beloved, is that God will not use your mess to beat you up with. Come on, we got to move on. Even when we have sinned against his righteousness through our confession, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. I think we understand that part. The problem is, is that we, uh, can, can I just talk about the uh, church for a second? Sometimes when we become hurt by other church folks, somebody say other church folks. When we become hurt by other church folks, we want to beat people up with the word. What? Y'all do that in church? Unfortunately. But understand this, beloved, that is not God's will. God does not, um, he doesn't want to beat you. Yes, there will be forms of correction. God will correct us. He will shape you. He will mold you. But he's not trying to um, put you out there on front street. God is trying to get something to us. There are many other scriptures of God's faithfulness. I could just stay on this up all day. However, life-changing ones are those that proclaim his forgiveness of our sins. It doesn't matter what sins we have committed. Somebody says it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what sins we have committed. No matter how bad, no matter how messy we are, God is faithful to forgive us if we accept Jesus and repent from our sins. Somebody say repent. Repentance is a changing of mind. God, forgive me. Okay, okay, this part's not in my notes, but let me share something with you. There may be multiple stages of repentance or multiple repentance that you will give utterance to for the same thing. The difference is why we don't repent is that um, if we say, you know, um, God has delivered me from 
dot, dot, dot. But I fall back into that same thing. There's always going to be someone to remind me of what I said or remind me of what I do. So what we do is either we stay in it. Hallelujah. Either we stay in it or we try to hide ourselves. I used to say sometimes, and, and you know, standing here when, when you're preaching, you can always tell when people want to hide themselves. Because they, they used to sit in front, but now they were sitting up in the back. Now, don't start looking around and see who's sitting in the back. Richard, you okay? You can stay right there. <laughs> what happened is, is that sometimes I have to push myself when I don't feel like it. Here it comes. Mm -hmm. I know I did wrong. I know uh, I, I, I didn't do the right thing. And I have to push myself to, to go to church. But at the same time, the enemy is trying to whisper in my ear, you can't go there. You're not good enough. How are you going to sit up there uh, uh, next to uh, Aaron when you were dot, dot, dot? That's a lie. God is not holding anything against you. Because he's faithful to us, he has provided us a way of connection instantly. Oh, God, but I know better. Yeah, he knows that. But that's why he's provided that for those who know better and for those who don't. We beat people up. God doesn't. He's saying, come. We as people are the ones that have the restrictions. Uh-uh. You can't come. Aren't those the same clothes you had on last night? Oh, you can't come in here with them. That's not what God's saying. Why? Because he's faithful. God understands that everybody has a past. Everyone has a present. And everyone has a future. Watch this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you something. Noah. Oh, we're going all the way back to Noah. Noah had a problem with alcohol. Well, what was the problem? He liked it too much. He had an issue with alcohol. Some people would call him an alcoholic or a drunkard. Mm. Jacob. Jacob couldn't tell uh, the, the truth for anything. He was always conniving and scheming. Joseph had an abusive life. We will call it today. Joseph had issues with his family. His family did things to him. Moses, hallelujah. Moses had a speech impediment. Glory to God. The scripture says that Moses stuttered. Moses also took a man's life. Mm. Sounds like some people we know, right? Uh, watch this. Uh, 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 Gideon had a... a, 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 a a, a spirit of fear. Some people would say he was uh, a fraidy cat. Glory to God. He was afraid of everything. He was scared of everything. Mm, sounds like some people we know. Rahab had a side job. Or maybe that was her, her main job. She was into prostitution. Oh, that's one of those social mores that she does what? Ugh. Oh, we won't go there. David had a problem with fighting. He was good at it. He was a murderer. Hallelujah. And he was an adulterer. Elijah 
had a, he dealt with a, a, a spirit of suicide. He was suicidal. Peter denied Christ. Peter also did everything loud and wrong. Peter was always messing up. Watch this. Paul. Paul was a murderer of Christians. But yet Paul ended up writing most of the New Testament. Why is all this important? Because of God's faithfulness, all of those things that was a part of their lives, God said, I can use that. Mm. They like to fight? Mm. I can use that. What? Paul liked to kill Christians? Mm. I can use that. Rahab had, 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 was into prostitution? I can use that. Everything that we would say that no good, God's faithfulness says, I can use that. So whenever you feel like life is unfair, be reminded that God is faithful. Because he is faithful, your needs are being met. Glory to God. It is very important that you understand it at this phase of where you are. God is going to meet every one of your needs. In addition to that, he's going to teach you that during those moments of weakness, how to sing of his goodness, how to sing of his glory. Why? Because it's going to remind you, glory to God, of who he is. And while you are yet singing, God is going to allow you to share. Many times we don't like to share uh, uh, the uh, stories of, of God because we think somebody's going to ask us a question about God that we don't know. So we keep it to ourselves. Understand this, beloved, is that when you sing to yourself, hallelujah. See, praise and worship is, is not just a, a, a time slot for, for, for church, but it's teaching us how to connect with God when, hallelujah, when we need it. It's teaching us how to get in the presence of God when we don't know how. That's why we sing the songs. That's why we put the words up behind us, because one, it, it lets us know that, you know, it's, it's nothing like um, I'm singing and you don't know the words. Then we're like, oh, OK, that was nice. But see, when you have the words and you can sing of the goodness of the Lord, when you have the words and you can talk about the mercies uh, that are renewed every day, it strengthens you. So if you're feeling rejected or abandoned, God's word says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. When you feel you are searching for purpose, Jeremiah says in uh, uh, 29 and 11, affirms that God's plans for you are to prosper you and not to harm you. Hallelujah. Understand this is that everything that you are going through right now, God's going to use. Everything that you're struggling with right now, God's going to use. He's going to strengthen you as, as a result of what you are going through. And after he has strengthened you, he's going to release you to prosper you in a specific area. God is faithful when we are not. And when life isn't fair, hallelujah, God is always going to be there. When you want to throw in the towel or give up or have a feeling of just being overwhelmed, be assured that God will provide uplift, comfort, 
strengthen and support who? You. Somebody say me. God's got you. He's got your back. He's got your front. And understand that just because you're in someplace new or in something that you've never experienced before, God has you there for a reason. My pastor would often say this, like, listen, if you're not growing, then you're doing what? Dying. What are you talking about? Not everything is going to be comfortable um, to you. Not everything is going to be perfect for you. But understand this, beloved, that God is with you and he's pulling you. He's, 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 he's pushing you to grow. Last thing, and I'm closing the book. That God is often going to um, use that situation that you're currently in to grow you. Sometimes we, we struggle just to get out. I'll say this. I, I, I heard a, a, a story. Um, pastor was asking um, a man, he's like, how come you didn't come to church uh, today? And he said, well, my car wasn't working. He's like, oh, okay. So, so what are you going to do tomorrow? He said, well, tomorrow I'm going to get up and uh, go to work like I normally do. He's like, oh, okay, um, how are you going to get to work? He said, well, um, because I don't have a car, I'm going to have to get up earlier and walk. So he said, so if, you, if, if your car was fixed, um, would you um, uh, uh, not go? Um, would you still go to your regular time? And he said, yes. So in other words, um, you would go to work on Monday whether your car was working or not. And the man said, yes. He said, well, how come um, you would go to work? He said, well, because if I don't go to work, I don't get a paycheck. He's like, so I have to get to work no matter what, and I can't be late. So the pastor asked, he said, well, how come you didn't come to church? He said, well, I didn't have a car. He said, well, understand this, that by you not getting um, to a, a church, you identify work as being a resource. And a resource um, provides something for you, right? He said, yes, the resource provides the a paycheck. He said, and so does getting to church. It's a resource that provides you life. Because if you don't understand how to live in the situation you're in, you will miss your opportunity. Now, I'm not sure if, if the brother got it the first time or not, but what God was saying, what, 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 the, what the pastor was saying to him was this. It's like, you will um, get to work to get the paycheck, but you won't get God's word to live. For everything that we are going through, God's word addresses that. There is nothing new that we are experiencing. Remember we talked about them clothes, them bell bottoms, and, and, uh, and there is nothing new that's happening on earth that God hasn't already addressed. We're struggling when we shouldn't be. What do you mean uh, when we shouldn't be? Are you saying, Pastor, that um, we won't have any hard times? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. 
What I'm saying to you is that through whatever season you're in, God has a specific answer for that problem. And that is because he's faithful. Hallelujah. God bless you. Come on, stand to your feet. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. Father, you see exactly where we're at. You see this place where we are at, Lord God. So, Father, we thank you right now for meeting us right where we are. Hallelujah. There it is. Father, I, I thank you, Lord God. If we have done anything, anything that comes against you, Father, either we have uh, uh, ascended with our mouth, said things, Lord God, we shouldn't have done things that we shouldn't have, Father. Father, right now with a repentant heart, we ask for your forgiveness. Lord God, forgive us. Father, we thank you right now for not leaving us in this place. But God, we thank you for your faithfulness. Father, we thank you for instruction. Father, we thank you that you are there. We thank you, Lord God, that you're not going to leave us in this place. But Father, you're going to give us everything that we need. So Father, if it's a financial issue, Father, we lay it down at your feet. Father, and ask that you bless us financially. Father, if we're having emotional problems, Lord God, if it's an emotional issue, Father, I, we thank you for healing those emotions. Relationships. Heal us, Lord God. Father, we believe you in all things. In all things, we say thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for, 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 for providing for us everything that we need. Father, we thank you for provisions. Thank you, Lord God, for not leaving us in this place, but Lord God, always providing a way of escape for us. Thank you, Lord God, Father, for meeting every need spiritually. We thank you for what you're saying and doing. We bless you, Lord God, and we thank you in advance, right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Let everybody say, amen, amen. Come on, it's, it's offering time. We invite you um, to send your tithe and your offering um, to our cash app. That's dollar sign impact fellowship. Um, and for those who are here, David is holding uh, a basket there uh, in the uh, center that you can put your offering inside the bag, inside the basket. Um, I just want to um, give opportunity right now. You can be seated. You can be seated. I just want to give opportunity right now for anyone who does not know the Lord. The scripture says this, if you would just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that, that the, the Lord Jesus and that he uh, was raised from the dead and you can be saved. I just want to give an appeal right now to anyone who's here. If you desire salvation, that you would just stand to your feet. That's right. We thank God for all of you. Understand this, beloved, is that sometimes when the call comes out for um, salvation, um, we often worry about, well, who's looking at us? And um, understand this, beloved, that everybody in this room has gone through that, that time and that place and that season where God says, if you want me, 
here I am. And we had to make a declaration and say, here I am, Lord. I believe that God is going to do something in us and for us. Um, on February the 17th, we're going to um, go down into the water of uh, baptism um, here. I believe we have um, two people who are ready um, for bat baptism right now, but we want to open that up for more. If that is you, um, then I ask that you see me, um, and we need to talk about those things. Amen. And if you're watching online um, and you want to know more about this thing called salvation, this thing called baptism, I invite you to get in touch with me. And, and Dr. Sarah is going to come right now. She's going to give us some instructions on how to do how to do just that. Yes, praise God. Our, our address is myimpactfellowship at gmail.com. You can uh, reach out and let Pastor know your concerns, your thoughts, and your desire to be baptized, or you can if you're here, let him know today. You can also stay connected and hear this word of God again through our podcast, anchor.fm forward slash impact fellowship. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. And we've been doing some things a long time, and so we need to hear the word again and again because we're trying to change, we're trying to repent from other ways and believe God's faithfulness and all the other amazing things that we've heard um, through the word through our pastor. And so we invite you to follow our podcast, follow us on YouTube, and on our website, ImpactPSH. And be blessed. Amen. Amen. God's faithfulness never fails. Um, and that's the thing that we need to understand. His faithfulness is always there. And because he's faithful, we are able to prosper in him. Amen. Listen, beloved, we have enjoyed you um, today, and we just wish... Um, for you to have a great week in God. And we're all going to say, on purpose. God bless you, everybody. So there's three things that Pastor Tony touched on today in his word. So the first thing is that because God is faithful in all that he does, he provides for all of our needs. The second thing that he touched on in his word is that no matter what situation we find ourselves in, you know, whether we're in a bad situation because of a decision that we made or we're just feeling the pain of life, God is still faithful to provide for us even when we find ourselves in those situations. And lastly, because of his faithfulness, he can uplift us out of those decisions that we made and he can continue to push us forward. So I hope, I hope that that word was a blessing to you and have a great week in God on purpose. God bless you.